studio this morning is Monmouth Police Chief Joe Schweitzer. Good morning, Chief. Good morning. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? Good. Good, good, good. Uh, are you doing the chain gang again this year for the Titans? Um, I think I'm one of the alternates. Okay. So we'll we'll see. I'll, last year I got a couple of games in on the chain gang, so maybe I'll get one or two this year. Is that a lot of fun? I've done that It before. is fun. It is. Junior high level. Right. And uh, you got to really pay attention. You do. And uh, you got to be able to move quickly. And, yes. And I'm getting to that point where moving quickly isn't really the greatest thing, but uh, uh, it's a good time. It's fun. Yeah, good. All right. We got a lot to dive into this morning, like we did with uh, Investigator Kramer for the Monmouth Police Department. Uh, first of all, you want to go over your report that you shared uh, with the city council and uh, talk about these arrests that occurred as well. Yes. And, you know, when I give my report to the council, I, you know, I give them numbers uh, of what's transpired, you know, that month arrest and violations, ordinance violations, how many calls we take in, uh, that type of thing. And what I wanted to do was I want to put some information with that number so it's not just a number. Sure. And, and with uh, the, the arrest in July, we had 58 arrests or we made 58 uh, criminal arrests. Well, those arrests, uh, you know, included forgeries, uh, driving while revoked, suspended, batteries, disorderly conducts, warrants, operation uninsured motor vehicle, uh, no valid DL, endangering the life and health of a child, violations of bond, possession of cannabis, domestic battery, resisting, obstructing a peace officer, DUI, and possession of controlled substance. So that kind of gives a little background as to, as to what that number is. And, and those are the types of, of criminal offenses that we're dealing uh, with on a monthly basis. Same with the ordinances. Um, you know, that we, uh, we wrote 76 ordinance violations during the month. And uh, those are possession of drug paraphernalia, uh, possession of cannabis, public intoxication, uh, speeding, uh, most uh, a lot of accident-related ordinance violations, and the reckless driving, cell phone usage uh, while you're driving, curfew, and dogs running at large. So we're uh, we're writing uh, ordinances and making arrests on on a whole gamut of of different offenses. Yes, and uh, one of the offenses that continues that. Uh, is 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 global as well as uh, mm-hmm. I should say global national mm-hmm. as well as at a state level is mm-hmm. this continued theft and, and burglaries? Yes, yes. You know, it seems like people are are really emboldened to uh, commit these crimes, and uh, you know, in the past I've talked about lock your cars and lock your doors and that, and we just touched on on that. Is uh, there are some people that are being victimized that are locking their doors and. Uh, that's not stopping uh, the criminal. And, uh, you know, that, that's something to keep in the back of your mind. And uh, that locked door um, or window, you know, isn't necessarily going to stop that person all the time. Uh, it's a good deterrent, okay? Uh, but there are people out there that, are, that really want to get in and take something. It doesn't matter what it is. And uh, they're going to do whatever they can to, to make that happen. Um, you know, Obviously, if you're at home and something like that is occurring, you call 911 right away, and so we can get people there. Uh, sometimes these happen when you're not at home. You know, um, I would say if you're a neighbor and you see something like that, it goes back to if you see something, say something. You know, if if you see something happening, call the police, and so we can get there and and we can inter- interrupt what's going on. Uh, maybe it's just a 
somebody watching a house that you know has to get in and feed a, a dog or something uh, but get us there uh, as soon as possible and and that way we can intercede and, and take care of what's going on how often does it occur that a theft or burglary is happening while the victim is home are most of them occurring when they're not at home I, I don't have uh, the stats on on those separations um, it does happen while people are at home okay um, I, I would say uh, probably most of the time it's happening when people are not at home. And are you able to find these criminals and uh, take further action? At times we are. Uh, you know, there's, uh, we rely heavily on witnesses. Uh, if someone saw it happen, uh, a lot of people have surveillance, you know, uh, cameras and that at their, their residence. And, you know, we utilize that, that footage uh, to identify uh, you know who that person is if we can and uh, there's times that we can it's hard identifying somebody that has you know a sweatshirt tied up around their face but right. uh, you know there are there are times that we we can identify that individual and seek them out and and uh, take care of the the issue there and, and make the arrest okay and uh, I know you're not a county uh, police but you, you're in touch with law enforcement on mm-hmm. a regular basis. Uh, we're, we're seeing video camera footage on, on social media locally of people who are showing bad guys mm-hmm. out there, quote, the, the word they keep using is casing, mm-hmm. uh, looking at, you know, farmsteads or, mm-hmm. or properties in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good for the, them for having those surveillance cameras. Yes. And, and you know, we are in the, the digital age, right? And uh, uh, a lot of people are utilizing you know, uh, video surveillance systems, and they're they're fairly reasonable, and it's easy to set up a surveillance system around your house or your barn or your garage or whatever it may be. It's easy to do that. It's all connected to the internet, and things are happening fast, and you can get things in real time because uh, they'll even alert your your phone or you know send you some type of notification that there's motion uh, on your back deck or there's a motion at your front door so things are happening in real time and uh one of the the big things and, and this is this has been an, a kind of a, a a problem going way back is the and i've expressed this a couple times in, in different situations the timeliness of notifying the police uh the sooner that that we can get notified the sooner we can get officers there and that increases our um, our chances of, of solving that case or, or making an arrest and, and having a resolution to that case, uh, you know, when someone complains about it. So we, we've got to be notified right away, and that way we can get people there. Okay. And your officers attended court uh, for criminal cases uh, throughout July as well? Yes, and that, that's something uh, they do regularly. Um, I wanted, uh, you know, also to add... Uh, that information in there because um, they, they do spend a lot of time in court. Uh, those are nine different cases, but it doesn't reflect, you know, how much time was spent up there. But it might be an hour, two hours, three hours per officer on a, a, an off-duty day uh, that they're spending in court. So um, they we do do that a lot. Okay. And also some training was given at Fortress Bank. Yes, we, uh, we, we still provide the active incident uh, training. Um, we have done that to the banks here in town. 
Uh, it's basically similar to what we've given to the schools mm -hmm. and that, but uh, the, the banks requested that, you know, we provide that training to them. So um, we, uh, Lieutenant Bratcher goes out and, and provides that training to the staff and, and teaches the, the staff of the bank what to do if there were to be an active incident in their institution. Yeah, and, and not everybody has that training, of course. I mean, it, it's certainly much more on the forefront of people's minds. Mm -hmm. uh, but what if you have someone walk through through your front door of a business mm -hmm. uh, and and it's threatening, what, what do you do? Because you may not be able to grab the phone for 911 immediately. Uh, hopefully there's someone within the facility that can recognize what's going on mm -hmm. and get on, on the uh, – uh, the phone. I won't go into some of the different notification systems that that we have with the bank. Sure. But, uh, there should be an immediate notification, okay. and and uh, you know one of the biggest things is you know don't panic. Uh, try to keep your head, and that way you're able to think about things. Um, but they uh, they do go over you know for the employees how to respond during that active active incident, and and uh, what they can do to help us help them okay all right what else uh, is going on at the Monmouth Police Department well I think uh, one of the big things uh, right now you know school started okay uh, everybody's noticing that the kids are out and the buses are out and that's a big thing and and uh, we haven't talked about that really before but uh, uh, there's a lot of buses moving around town in the morning and in the afternoons uh, there's the, the smaller buses picking the, the little kids up and, and regular size school buses moving around out there. And we annually, we do have quite a few people that are uh, ticketed for going around a school bus that stopped. And um, one of the big things is when a school bus is stopped and the stop sign's out and the crossing arm's out, that means they're either loading children onto the bus or they're offloading children, okay? Um, and nationally, that's when that's the most dangerous time for those uh, children uh, is when they're getting on and off the bus and being struck by a vehicle that's going around the bus. And that's why the stop signs are there. That's why the cross arms are there. It is state law uh, that you have to stop for the bus. Um, so basically, if that bus is stopped, and the stop signs out and the arm is out you have to stop whether you're approaching the bus from the front mm -hmm. or you're coming uh, to the bus from behind you have to stop and you can't pass the bus okay uh, unless that stop sign comes in and or the bus driver motions you uh, pass the bus that is allowable uh, but the best thing to do when you see a school bus is pay attention uh, because they do stop frequently and and load and, and unload children uh, you see the bus slow down pay attention because they're going to stop their lights are going to come on the aren't the the stop signs are going to come out you have to stop for that okay um, so the bus drivers do uh, you know get information on the vehicles that pass them while they're stopped and unloading and they do call us uh, and we do go out and write tickets for it but the biggest thing is that's uh, the most dangerous time for that seven or eight year old that's getting off the bus is uh you know when they're loading and unloading and the the kids i mean 
they don't recognize, you know, traffic in the roadway. Oh, sure. Uh, they don't know how to judge, you know, uh, a car approaching them. Uh, they get excited by that, you know, they're, they're excited because they're off school. They jump on the bus. Someone's there to greet them. They're excited, and they don't pay attention. Of course. And, uh, the, the best thing to do is to stop when that school bus is stopped. Okay, and a reminder for our crosswalks as well, uh, and those will be painted again. Um, you know, they're going to be redoing the square um, and, and get those crosswalks painted um, mm-hmm. as the the sun has faded some of them. Uh, just a reminder that we've got a lot of students here in town mm-hmm. at Monmouth Roseville going over here to see C Street to to go to school. So yes. watch out for them in the morning and then midday because some of them leave for lunch. Right. And then again in the afternoon. Yeah, it's it's pretty it, it's a busy time in the morning in the afternoon. Uh, there's a lot of kids that drive. Uh, there's a lot of kids that walk, you know, to school. And and uh, we do patrol uh, the high school in at the lunchtime and in the morning uh, because of the traffic, the amount of traffic that's involved. Um, but as a, a person driving down the street, you need to be aware of what's going on also. Okay. That defensive driving that I've always talked about. Sure. Better to be safe than sorry. Exactly. Some wise person yeah. said that sometimes. It's, you know, it's it's all about safety. Yes. And uh, it's all about if you're in your car, okay, uh, and a kid's walking across the street, it's about that person's safety. Right. So. Okay. Anything else you want people to know from the Monmouth Police Department? Yeah, we're getting ready. We're uh, priming up here for the, the Prime B Festival Parade and and uh, the events going on out there. Um, that is Wednesday the 6th and uh, the parade will start at five o'clock um i'll tell i want to say we block the streets off at 4 30 um on the parade route from uh, c street to uh, 11th going down broadway okay and the officers when they get to their post at 4 30 they're instructed to block that street off uh, inevitably, every year we have somebody that wants to drive across while the parade's going on, or they want to get through a barricade, uh, or they get out and they move a barricade. Uh, we don't want you to do that. We put that barricade there uh, for a reason, and we have the streets blocked off for a reason. Uh, the entire parade route is for the parade. It's not for you to drive across the street at that moment. Okay, um, The parade has been going on ever since I was a little kid. So, I mean, everybody knows that the parade is happening, okay? We block the streets off for the parade route at 4.30. Uh, the parade begins at 5. We are not going to let you through to cross that parade, okay? Go around it. There's there's plenty of ways to go around it. And, and, and we always have people that want to, you know, try to get through the parade or go through the barricades. Uh, don't do that. Just go around. There, take an extra five minutes and, and drive around the other end of the city and you'll be able to go do whatever you want to do. But uh, my officers are, are not going to let you through. Mm-hmm. So don't drive up to them and ask or try to get through because they're not going to let you through. We have the, the route blocked off for the parade and, and we'll unblock it when the parade's over. Sure. Makes sense. Um, and that parade is so fun. It is fun. Let's enjoy it. You know, it's, it's for the whole community um, and uh, there's a lot of people you know, they're taking part in, in the parade and, uh, it is for your enjoyment, you Absolutely. know, and, um, it, you may not 
want to go look at it or, or watch the parade, but we're not going to let you through it either. Right. Okay. So uh, go around yep. if, you, if you don't want to be there and, and uh, or you have to get somewhere, plan accordingly uh, before the parade. You know it's going to happen Wednesday the 6th at, at when we block the streets off at 4.30. So uh, if you use Broadway or 11th or whatever street you use uh, to go do something, you're going to have to go around. Okay. Yeah, let's enjoy the parade. Can't wait. Yep. Thank you for everything. You bet. Thank you. Have a good Labor Day weekend. You too. That is Police Chief Joe Schweitzer with the Monmouth Police Department on 1330 WRAM and FM 94.1.